I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewes.substack.com. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my Substack at rabbischneeweiss.substack.com and on my blog, kohasreading.blogspot.com, on April 4th, 2023. And the article is entitled, Avadim Hainu, Would We Still Be Slaves to Pharaoh in Egypt? And I would like to mention that I made a Google Doc, which is a roundup of all the Pesach content I have produced. Articles, videos, podcast episodes, all convened in one place. And my friend Shlomo Skeist made a PDF with all the articles in a single file, which you can download and print out before Pesach if you'd like. So if you're interested in those, I linked them in the Rabbi Shnewis content WhatsApp group, and uh, I can send you a link as well. So just contact me. Okay, Avadim Hainu, would we still be slaves to Pharaoh in Egypt? The Avadim Hainu section of the Haggadah is the beginning of our answer to the Manashtana questions. Quote, we were slaves to Pharaoh in Egypt, and Hashem our God took us out from there with a strong hand and an outstretched arm. And if the Holy One, blessed is He, had not taken our fathers out of Egypt, then we, our children, and our children's children would still be enslaved to Pharaoh in Egypt. End quote. Really? Would the Egyptian slavery to Pharaoh have lasted forever and ever? Would Israel have remained subjugated to Egypt for all time? Have any ancient kingdoms survived? Wouldn't the forces of history have brought things to an end one way or another? Are we supposed to accept this statement at face value? The simplest answer is yes. As incredible as it may sound, Egyptian slavery may very well have continued to this day. Obviously, there's no way to prove this, but it is plausible. Consider the incalculable global impact of the Exodus and giving of the Torah. What might world history have looked like without Judaism and without the offshoot Abrahamic monotheistic religions of Christianity and Islam, which shaped the trajectory of mankind? Consider the various peoples situated in stable climates whose cultures, beliefs, and societal structures remained unchanged for hundreds or thousands of years. Think how many more societies like this there there might be without the revelation at Sinai, which introduced such radically disruptive ideas as human equality based on the Tzalem Elohim, absolute freedom of choice, and universal natural law, which prompted revolutionary new ways of thinking. Lastly, consider the fact that Egypt actually did last for thousands of years before the Exodus and might have lasted thousands more without the intervention of Hashem's hand in history. Alternatively, perhaps the answer is based on a halacha we read later on in the Haggadah. Quote, In each and every generation, one is obligated to see himself as though he had gone out of Egypt, as it is stated, and you shall tell your son on that day, saying, It is because of this that Hashem did so for me when I went out of Egypt. Not only did the Holy One, blessed is He, redeem our fathers, but He redeemed us too with them. As it is stated, He took us out of there to bring us to and give us the land which He had sworn to our forefathers. End quote. Throughout the course of the Seder, we oscillate between speaking from the perspective of the present day and from the perspective of freed slaves who left Egypt. Ramam's Halach Ma'anya begins with, quote, we left Egypt in a state of alarm, end quote, but continues, quote, this is the bread of affliction that our fathers ate in the land of Egypt, end quote. Avadim Hainu continues, quote, we were slaves to Pharaoh in Egypt and Hashem or God took us out from there, end quote, before switching to, quote, if the Holy One blesses, he had not taken our fathers out of Egypt, end quote, then switches back again, quote, then we and our children and our children's children would still be enslaved to Pharaoh in Egypt, end quote. Perhaps this last line doesn't mean that the Israelites would have been enslaved to the Egyptians for all time. Rather, it can be read as, quote, then we, the generation of freemen whose parents were liberated, 
our children, the second generation, and even our children's children, the third generation, would be enslaved to Pharaoh in Egypt, end quote, and the Haggadah statement ends there. And if we asked what would happen after the third generation, what would the answer be? In all likelihood, complete assimilation. The Israelites in Egypt were on such a low level that Hashem was was ready to destroy them. As the Navi states in Yechezkel 28, quote, They rebelled against me and did not want to listen to me. No man cast away the detestable idols of their eyes, and they did not forsake the idols of Egypt. So I thought to pour out my wrath upon them, to spend my anger on them in the midst of the land of Egypt, end quote. If things continued to deteriorate, it is possible that Israel would vanish after three generations. These are the only two answers I could come up with, but I'm open to others. What do you think? If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah content fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.